C.D. Lamb. That is a tattoo. Ortega, Inc. in Frisco, Texas. Look at it. He's got history isn't over. He's got Kobe Bryant homage on his back. He's got a cross. JC, he's got a tiger, he's got Interstate 45, he's representing, it's all over his back. That's what art is these days. Now that looks good. When I look at Ben Affleck, not as good. Just not good at all. But CeeDee Lamb, hey, I'm more, con- more, more interested how much it cost, how long it took to get all this on his back, the pain factor, because J.R. Smith said, once you start, you can't stop. I mean, just getting needles on your back like that. And how do you stay still? I don't know. I mean, and the artwork is pretty goddamn impressive. I mean, I have to say the artwork is magnifique. So I saw that and I was like, that's really cool, man. You know, I just was like, that is awesome. And, you know, it, it just made me think. So I, I'm trying to, you know, I, I had Ben, LG's Ben on yesterday. And then RK was telling me his top five basketball players of all time. And, you know, and he, you know, you know, like, like, like when Ben said yesterday that, you know, I hope I'm, you know, I'm not, MJ is not my favorite UNC basketball player, which, I, listen, I, I don't want him to, I want people to have their players and everybody should have their own, you know, players they like and everything. So my buddy Ben, who owns the basketball games with, like he said, I said, you know, I was talking to RK about his top five players and he, he had Bill Russell number one. Now he's thinking, I didn't see Bill Russell play. And I, Bill Russell would be up there. Chamberlain would be up there. Oscar Robinson you would have the Lakers, you would have West, and I'm blanking on the other Laker. I see his face. He was the 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 GM of the Clippers when they sucked. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm just thinking, so I wanted it. So he had Bill Russell, which, you know, he went, he says, I, I like winners. So Bill Russell, Magic, MJ, Bird, and Curry, six-man Duncan. I, I decided that I was going to, when Ben asked me, who's my, t-? I said, I want to go with players that I remember playing. Kareem, unstoppable with that, with that, with that hook shot. Magic was on my list. Who else was on my list? Jordan, of course. LeBron, Dr. J, Bird. I loved his work ethic. I mean, Dr. J was my favorite player of all time. I just love Dr. J. I mean, the efficiency, Pittsburgh, all that stuff. That was a big one with me. Curry, I said he does great things. The shooting and everything. Duncan, Duncan was a, a winner. Great player. Great team player. Garnett. And Ben goes, he felt he was underappreciated. He said Duncan too. And then I said, Hakeem Olajuwon, who, you know, grew up playing soccer. So he had this footwork and players still go to work, go to him to work with his footwork and everything. And he also felt that he was, and he said, so smooth, so smooth. But, you know, Garnett, I loved when Garnett came out. I mean, Marbury made a huge mistake not staying with him. Marbury, if he had stayed with him, I think they would have went on a run. I mean, even with, you know, when he went to one Western Conference Finals with the, with the, with the T-Wolves. I mean, I remember I went to the T-Wolves, saw them play when they played in the Metrodome that first season. And I was dating a girl and I, we went to a game and, and, and Lankers, someone that went, went to Mike, Mike Morrison went to Loyola, Maryland with Lanker. Lanker tried out for the basketball team. I think he would have made the team for, he wouldn't have made the travel team, but he was trying, he, there was a time where he was trying to play college basketball and he definitely, he made, the, he could have suited up for home games. I mean, he was a good player, Frank. So Morrison ended up getting drafted by the Suns. And I said, I said, Frank says hi today. So I, I, I was, we had good seats. We were down on the court. I mean, the place was huge. But yeah, you, things you just remember. So, but back to the, it's hard to pick a top five. It really is. I mean, MJ to me is, I mean, Kareem, Magic. I mean, I used to love Magic Bird. I mean, I remember, it seemed like every year they were playing in the NBA finals growing up. Then Jordan came along. 
the Knicks were never really good, good. I mean, Ewing, they had a run, and Jordan said, hey, I was gone for a couple of years. They should have, I thought they should have beat, everybody thinks they should have beaten the Rockets, and then John Starks, what, three for 16? Three for 18, yeah, three for 16. You know, kept shooting, and they had him. They couldn't put him away, and then Rockets won two years in a row. Ewing never got another shot at a title. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've, I mean, Jordan made me watch basketball, but I don't think I, I watch now. Listen, I, I, I did watch a lot of LeBron. When LeBron won the title, that was awesome. I watch all sports. I got to be honest with you. But yeah, you know, I mean, everybody has their opinion. I want to get more people on to actually hear their opinion. That's why RK I was trying to get on today. He couldn't do it. I told Ben, I told Lanker because Lanker and I were talking because today I finally went to see, well, not finally. I, I had some time this afternoon, so I went to see the new Ant-Man. I fell asleep the first hour. Gumbo Chef laughed at me because we worked out today. He said, you're going to fall asleep. I said, no, I won't. Of course I did. Just too much parallel universe and all this stuff. Just like, you know, and... Yeah, I, I sat in the seat and I, you know, sat there, boom, and you got better by the end. And then you waited, to, sat through the, there were two end scenes, which I was kind of like, really, that's it? And made, Jonathan Majors was good as the character. I don't, I, yeah, I'm not good at remembering all the characters' names, but I, I like Ant-Man. And I like Ant-Man when it's kind of like here on planet Earth. I don't like the multi-universe stuff. After a while, it just gets a little redundant and... It just gives me a headache, to be honest with you. So we saw it. I didn't see it on the IMAX, so the regular theater. You know, hey, so I'm glad I saw it. I really wanted to see Cocaine Bear, but New York didn't have any early, they, they, the movies didn't start to like five o'clock tonight. And I was like, dude, what about people who have time off during the day? So I was like, it's New York. It should be every day. They should be, maybe they can't get staff. I don't know. But tomorrow it's like, they have a movie at 42nd Street, like 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, all right. Well, I needed I needed it today, at like one o'clock. Not not tomorrow. I'm I'm busy tomorrow. You know, so I don't know. And I was trying to get a pretzel, and they have these huge pretzels that they sell at the at the at the place. And I really didn't need it. And it was a sign they didn't have it. And you know, I was like, Lanker, do you eat food? He says he goes. He just goes to the theater. Doesn't get any snacks. And I liked a lot of the snacks. I really didn't want a lot of sugar. That would even put maybe it would have woke me up. I needed like I needed a jolt, jolt coders, cola or something to wake me up. But, uh, yeah, and my dad calls me today, and he's asking me about, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So he ended his four-day, his, his darkness retreat in Oregon, 300 square feet. He had a queen-size bed, a bathroom, and a meditation mat, and he was in a underground, like, I guess a bunker, devoid of light, as they put it. Devoid, I like that, devoid of light. And, you know, Bumbles wants me to do a survey of who the Jets want. Do you want Carr? you want Rodgers? And I feel like... There's too much drama off the field with with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Just too much, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not a fan. And Omar has joined that. Yeah, I just don't feel that you talk about, um, yeah, just the, who, who, why do I need to hear about you going on a darkness retreat? What, what do we care for? Do you feel you're that important that we need to know that you went on a darkness retreat, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, is that something that, like, wow, now I feel so much better to know what you were doing with your time? Like, no. I don't give a shit. I don't think Omar gives a shit. I don't think Omar's ever going to go on a darkness retreat. And if he is, he's not going to tell anybody. You know, I mean, maybe after the fact, but it's not like you have to, but, but that's, that's, that's the athletes now. Like, like, we don't like all the attention, but we want all the attention. Very insecure, I think. And I feel that Aaron Rodgers just isn't going to make the team better. I feel like his best days are past him. I hope, I hope, hey, prove me wrong. I, I, he's 39 years old. I, I don't feel like he had a good year. And Bumbles was saying, well, he didn't have a good uh, team around him. I think that's bullshit. 
I know he had a lot of young receivers, but I feel like they know chemistry be- between them either. And I also feel the head coach is a little overrated too. And and Aaron Rodgers hasn't done well in the playoffs in years. I still remember the Giants being there, fifteen and one. Two years ago, they three years ago, yeah, three years ago, they were they should have beaten the the Bucks in the AFC championship, NFC championship game where he, he could have ran for a touchdown. He didn't, and he blamed it on play calling. And then last. Two years ago, with Jimmy G coming in, the number one seed in the NFC, they got what the thirteen three. They scored three points, so he hasn't really done much in the playoffs. And that's what you know. You, 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 that's what you're paying these guys. You're paying him. He's getting paid fifty million dollars. He's getting paid to get the Super Bowls, not to get to you know championship games. It's to get the Super Bowls. I'm not saying, but hey, look, you know, Mahomes got to three in the last four years, and that's what you want to, to be in contention. Even the Bengals, man, two years in a row make the NFC AFC championship game, Super Bowl AFC championship game. They're they're, they're playing to win win you know every year to compete for a championship. That's what you want to compete for championships. And I don't think he's that guy. I don't think Derek Carr is the answer either. I Hendon Hooker, listen, I take a shot. On a young quarterback out there who can run and can you know and and isn't like Zach Wilson, and they say Hendon Hooker's twenty five, he's older. Who gives a shit? You know what? I talked about it. Stallback came in the league. He was like 28, 27, 28. What's the big deal? If the guy Stetson Bennett, he's going to be older. Who gives a shit? Let him play. And then you hear about Lamar Jackson that they're you know if he doesn't take the de- if they if they can't get a deal they'll trade him. And my dad was saying the same thing. He goes, why wouldn't you go after Lamar Jackson? He's not a head case. He's not drama. He wants to just ball. That's all he wants to play. And I know he doesn't have completion percentage and all that stuff, but man, the guy can play. You know, I mean, it was, that's what I feel like. I'm just talking like in the bad news period. Hey, the kid can play. We should have him on our team. And they were talking about Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Lee. Was it Kelly Leak? Kelly Lee? I think it was Kelly Lee. That, you know, we should have him on a team. That's, you want a guy. And, and you know Lamar Jackson's going to be that guy who's going to play. I always feel like, yeah, there's always something else going on lately with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, he doesn't, he's not loved enough there. They don't give him the money he wants, and they give him the money. It's still not good enough. doesn't love the coaching staff. You know, Devontae Adams want. Why did Devontae Adams want to leave? Obviously, you know, he had a good year with, with he, had, he had a great run with Aaron Rodgers, but Obviously, he wanted to get out of there. It wasn't working. He didn't feel that they were going to get to the next level. Then he goes to the Raiders. The shit's going to hit the fan there. We're going to see who they're going to get the quarterback. It looks like Jimmy G. They're still Maybe they'll get Aaron Rodgers to go there. And right now, Devontae Adams is like, well, he got rid of my guy, Derek Carr, who played college with at Fresno State. And now you got to bring somebody in to help fix this situation. So, I don't know. And, you know, they keep talking about it. who's going to go where. We got a couple, you know, you still got the combine. Oh, and the combine is going to have NFL plus. You can pay to have players only commentary like Judon and like doing commentary at the combine. So I'm going to pay extra money to hear that shit. I'm just, a, sometimes you just, you get mesmerized watching it because they're doing the same shit over and over and over again. And you want to see how fast everybody runs. But the combine is like, you know, the the bench press. I mean, stupid things that don't really, aren't used in the NFL. Now you want to see the, the, the burst and everything. But are you going to get caught or are you not going to get caught? I mean, I, I, I don't know. That's what you want to, that's what you're hoping for. So that, that's, that's what you're, that's, you know, because, you know, you, what, not that they're hoping for, but you're trying to find people, you know, there's always diamonds in the rough. There's guys that could go first round and then there's other guys who get drafted later. And then you got Tom Brady, man. I mean, 199th pick in the draft. I mean, there's guys, Zach Wilson, number two pick in the draft, and he won't be able to sniff. He, 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 his career right now, he's, what he's done in his career is maybe a hair on one of the knuckles of Tom Brady. That's all he's done. That's all he's done. Nothing. Nothing. So these guys come in and they're brand and all that bullshit and, you know, you know, do the work first. Fuck the brand. Do the work. 
do the work, and then you can worry about the other stuff. So the combine, you know, you want to see how fast everybody can run. You know what? There's so many fast guys. I mean, I still remember Reggie Bush in college, blown through everybody, got to the pros running the outside, and they, they, they drag him down, and you're like, damn. And, I, and he was the, probably one of the greatest college football players I ever saw. I mean, he was amazing to watch, man. Mesmerizing. I still, you know, you remember guys like growing up, Herschel Walker, bam, he's through the line and everything. Ricky Williams, he had a great run. I mean, Barry Sanders. I mean, I, you remember all these guys who played in college and like, and some of them, some of them pan out, some of them don't. Some college quarterbacks that you think are going to be great. I'm trying to think of somebody who I, I thought was going to be really good as a college player and didn't really pan out as a pro. Well, I thought Mark Sanchez was going to be a beast. I mean, after that, his Rose Bowl MVP, I thought he was going to go come in and light the league on fire. But maybe, you know, he got in and he was, you know, even when I had good teams, he was making stupid, stupid mistakes. So, you know, I remember on the Cowboys, I was like, wow, he really just isn't a great quarterback. You know, I mean, he, he they went to the AFC Championship game twice because defense, running game, and he didn't have to win games. He just had to not make a lot of mistakes. So, I mean, I guess we're going to see what happens. I mean, all these quarterbacks get drafted. Zach Wilson, I mean, you know, I mean, it, you know, the list goes on. I mean, listen, they were, it was Payton or it was, damn, Ryan Leaf. And people were debating who should he go. And Ryan Leaf just flamed out, I mean, fast. I, I remember Achilles Smith with the Bengals came out of college, what, Oregon? I mean, and they thought he was going to be phenomenal. And he turned out to be, you know, he turned out to be crap. So there's a lot of guys. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy, it's crazy. It's, and, and, you know, you're thinking you have the right guy. And then there's guys you get in the fourth, fifth round who turn out to be really solid, even better than solid. Marquise Colston became the all-time leading receiver for the, for the Saints at a Hofstra. You know, I mean, it wasn't like this guy highly recruited even in college. They found him. How about Krebet comes to the Jets where it's all about, it's all about, um, Oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name. But he was the number one pick in the draft. And Krebet came in and just, like, busted his ass. Just busted his ass. And, yeah, you know what? I mean, I mean, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on Jets' number one pick. Number one draft picks. Okay, number one. First-round draft picks. Of course, they're going to give me all the first-round draft picks. I mean, you got, I mean, when you talk, it's still cra crazy to me. That with the Jets, it's still, it's still in 1965, it's Joe Namath. And that's who's one of the greatest. Riggins was the sixth, went number, what do you go? Pick six in 1971. Yeah, Richard Todd was the sixth pick in 76. Eh, he was okay. Johnny Lamb Jones, I thought would be a beast. He was number two pick in 1980. He, Freeman McNeil did have a solid career, yes. That's good. Ken O'Brien, solid, not great, but solid. That 83 class. I remember Roger Vick, he was a fullback. They took him. Altoon, if concussions hadn't happened, Altoon would have been a help. Blair Thomas, Blair Thomas, man. He had that game against Chicago, the fumbles. He never recovered. I thought he was going to be a beast. Johnny Mitchell, 92. You know, Marvin Jones was a tackling machine out of Florida State. I mean, as a freshman, he was awesome. Kyle Brady, he was pfft. Hugh Douglas, pretty good. Yeah, Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. And James Farrier was eighth pick in 97, had to go to the Steelers, and then he had all, had an all-pro career there. Sean Ellis, everybody left. Chad Pennington, solid. Not great, but solid. Santana Moss, you know, better once he left. The, the Brickershaw, Ferguson, didn't miss a snap. Revis Island, enough said right there. But Ver, Vernon Golston, defensive end, out of the dump, he was a total bust. Dustin Keller, eh, late draft pick Sanchez. Uh, 
Whew. I mean, there's a lot here. Quinn and Copels, yeah, he was a D Milner, total bust at in, in 2012 at Abama. Sheldon Richardson, Calvin Pryor, yeah, eh, okay. Leonard Williams, doing better with the, and then he got, ugh. You got Darnold, Jamal Adams, who I thought was, started off okay, but more hype than anything. Darren Lee, uh, 2016 linebacker at Ohio State, he's out of the league already. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, he say this year, you got, you got, in 2000, you got Sauce Gardner starter, Garrett Wilson starter, both rookies of the year, and Jermaine Johnson had a pretty good year at a Florida State. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson, yeah. No. Zach freaking Wilson. Ugh. So yeah, I guess we'll see what happens going forward. They're saying Katie will start March 1st versus the Hornet, and Brittany Griner was at the facility today with Mariah Jefferson, the former number two pick. They were practicing at the Suns Mercury training facility. I thought that was pretty cool today. And they said, who's going to finish stronger? Is it going to be Katie or Kyrie? Who's going to have a stronger finish? I don't know. But So the Clippers are number four. Lakers are 13. They're only separated by five games. I mean, kind of crazy, right? I mean, we're going to see. We're going to see if the Clippers, if Russell Westbrook can come in and get it done. I mean, only time will tell. They're saying Quinn Snyder is going to be the is going to be signed in imminent imminently it's going to happen very soon and somebody posted a picture that the hawks once had mike uh, budenholzer who became a champion with the bucks this was the coaching staff quinn snyder became the jazz head coach kenny atkinson nets darvin ham now the lakers head coach and taylor jenkins the grizzly head coach that's a that's a hell of a thing and i saw that bryce harper going to arrive from elbow surgery they think in the next couple weeks Report, he's taking swings at a bat with a bat at home in Vegas. Report March 8th or 9th. Had surgery back in, on his right elbow back in November. Could play, they said, uh, he was expected to return in a designated hitter role by the All-Star break. That was last year. Yeah, they said that then, then that the year. So, by, so he's doing great in recovery. He's 30 years old. Small tear of the UCL in April. He last played right field in Miami April 16th. He had played a lit, rich injection in May. So last year, uh, in the postseason, six home runs, 13 RBIs, and 70 postseason games hit 349. Yeah. So last year, 286, 18 home runs, 65 RBIs, 9 a game. Got to get healthy. Got to get healthy. If he gets healthy, anything's possible. We'll see what happens right there. But yeah, anything's possible on that front. And there's a picture, I guess, today for Panini, something. Creed, the Creed actor, Creed, uh, Michael B. Jordan was with Eli Manning with a Giants jersey, you know, Giants uniform and trying to catch passes and everything. I was like, oh, all right. I'm going to definitely go see Creed three. That's definitely happening. And uh, they're saying the East, you know, you have the Celtics, Bucks, 76er Cavs. You got the Heat now, got Kevin Love, the Knicks, Josh, Josh Hart's been playing good for them. Hawks, you know, bring a new coach in. But I really think it's going to be between the Celtics and Bucks. And you, now you have out Giannis is out with the wrist uh, sprain. Sixers, Embiid. Embiid is, is Embiid. We'll see how that works out. The Cavs. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cavs could only going to get better. So East looks like it's going to be tight. The Pelicans, look, if when they get back Ing- Ingram, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson, that's a team you might not want to meet in the playoffs. And they, they didn't have Zion last year, and they, they made some noise in the playoffs last year. They won a series, and they... They played tough last year. And Gilbert Arenas said that a guy like Bill Lambeer, who basically is a stretch five and rebounds, that he's basically too slow for the game today. 
and the 80s players couldn't compete with the 90s and the 2000s and now. Okay. You know, it's just a different game. I think there's always guys that can play in anything, but the, the, yeah, the, you know, you got to be able to shoot from the outside, but you're still going to need guys to rebound. I, I'm sorry. You still need guys that can rebound and, you know, keep people out of the paint and everything. And I think Lambeer would do something. I disagree. I think Lambeer would work more on a three-point shot and everything. It's just a different game. I mean, and, and yes, and Ben would say to me, my, my, my buddy from grad school, Ben, would say to me that the players are much more athletic now than they ever were. So it's definitely a faster game. But there's always players that could play in any, any time period, any different time periods. But, yeah, I mean, you know, they're always going to have, that's what's the great thing. It's an argument, you know, and opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. But, yeah, I mean, I, I agree some players wouldn't, but I definitely think you have to be able to shoot better. That's why I get worried about Baycott. I just think Baycott's game is up close. And last night, UNC could not make a goddamn, they were just missing uh, layups. I mean, Baycott, at one point, I think he got three shots up. I mean, they almost lost that goddamn game last night. And and Notre Dame is a terrible team, and it was ugly as hell last night. Yeah, I mean, it, ugh, it was ugly, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was really ugly. I mean, that was, oof. Yeah, and I, I, I'm and I'm like they win, and you, you, it makes you feel like I mean, good God, it's like, ugh, it's just it, it's it's torture. It's, I mean, listen to this. So the the, the first half UNC yesterday, they shot five for twenty seven, eighteen point five percent. What was the lowest shooting percentage in a single half in program history? Listen to that, the lowest shooting percentage in in program history ever yesterday. Against a ten and eighteen bottom of the bottom feeder right now, Notre Dame basketball team, and they barely won sixty. I mean, they barely held on. And again, their bench got outscored twenty three two. They did out rebound them what 55, 55, 52, 33, 55, 33. But no, ugly. I mean, and and going to the game, they were they're zero and nine in quad one wins. They were net forty eight. They got a home game Saturday against UVA. UVA lost yesterday to. BC, BC's third win this year against a ranked team, but they beat a Clemson team that's no longer ranked in a Virginia Tech, but they blew out Virginia yesterday, 63-48, and that's a team, BC, that's 14-15. and 15. Now, UVA's been up and down, they're 21-5, but they've had some bad losses, and UNC 17-11, they only shot 33% yesterday, they were 2-for-23 from three-point range, Baycott at 16-11, Nance 11 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, you know, of course, he has it on a game when, you know, if they didn't have that, they would have been in trouble. Black, Leaky Black, six points, 11 rebounds. Davis at 12. Love had 16. They both didn't shoot great. They shot okay yesterday. And he had eight, eight, 9% from three-point range. I mean, ugly. And Lenardi on ESPN said that UNC is now the first four out there, 17-11. They got to win the rest of their games. I mean, ugly yesterday. And it, it was up until the end, you know, I mean, you didn't think they were, I mean, they couldn't hit a goddamn shot. The only thing that saved them at the end, they had a one-point lead, and I think Notre Dame knocked the ball out of bounds twice on rebounds. You were like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was ugly. It was really ugly. So, and they got to turn right around, and UVA is going to be pissed that they lost to BC. They're going to come in hungry. I guess we'll see what happens going forward. And uh, Mitchell Robinson listed as questionable for Friday's game at the Wizards. Missed more than a month after thumb surgery. Evan Fournier is out with non-COVID illness thank you fred katz for that one so we'll see and and then i saw an article today you know hal and and dominic both went to ut actually they all did actually all and 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 the doc went there too the doc went there too so they were they were saying can they go another run 2003 texas 
went to their first Final Four in 47 years. So it was them. Marquette hadn't been there since 77 when they won the, the, won the Natty. And Dwayne Wade, they got blown out by 33 by Kansas in the semifinals. And Syracuse was in their first Final Four since 96. So they beat Texas in the, in the, in the, in the national semifinal. And Marquette got blown out by Kansas. So then it was Kansas with Roy Williams against Bayheim, who had never won. Neither of them had won in a natty. So Bayheim gets his first. One year, Carmelo Anthony, he's most outstanding player. He had, what, 20 in the final. And they beat, they beat uh, Kansas by three. I think 81-78. Bayheim gets his one and only championship that year. Kind of crazy. And... Texas was the only number one seed to make the Final Four, and they lose in the semis. And T.J. Ford was the star of that team. He had a short career. Remember, he got injured. He got a concussions and stuff. But and Royal Ivy, I remember playing in the in the NBA for a bit. But I, I just looked it up, and I was like, wow, you find all this stuff. And then there's Brandon Miller. So Brandon Miller last night, someone put that he'll score 40, he'll score 41. So Brandon Miller's a freshman at Bama, and somebody was comparing him to a – to, uh, I guess, Ke- Kevin Garnett. He had 41 last night. He's most by a freshman this year, most by a freshman ever in Alabama history. And that's, so they won in overtime yesterday. He scores 41. The, they went 78-76 over South Carolina. The rest of the team doesn't play very well. But early in the day, he, he, had, he, he said that, I guess he allegedly, allegedly, they, they, had him in, they had him in the police station where he brought a gun to Darius Miles that was used in shooting the shooting of Jamea Jonay Harris, a 23-year-old woman, when she was killed last month. And that he had been text that Brandon Miller had allegedly been text by Darius Miles to bring the gun. So he brings a gun. Like, what inside your head goes, you know, someone needs me to bring a gun. So I'm going to bring a gun. I have this career. I'm, 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 a, I'm a great basketball player. And I know you, it's your boys and everything, but... You know, and then uh, I saw people saying that he shouldn't be playing at all. Like, how's this guy playing when he's an accessory to a murder? Now, he didn't shoot the gun, but he brought a gun. And, you know, I mean, he had a gun. I guess he, you know, he got to feel safe and everything because, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't have to worry about that stuff. I don't feel like I have to walk around and carry a gun. But there are a lot of crazy people in this world. But allegedly, that's what they said, that, yeah, he brought the gun that was used to kill the woman. And you're just like, Jesus, that's... And then he got, he played in the game and... The coach of, what's it, Nate Oates is the coach of Bama? Yeah, and, and, and somebody brought up a good point that, you know, he said this team is the number two team in the country right now, and there's a lot of shit going on, and the team doesn't look as good. I mean, again, South Carolina is, is not a good team this year. They're not playing good basketball, and they're 10-18, and 18, but Bama proves a 24-4, and four, but 41 points career. I, I mean, the guy has ice in his veins, I guess. I, I don't understand... When someone tells you to bring a gun, you just go, nah, you know what? I, I think I'm going to le- let this be. I think I'm going to let this be. And maybe, you know, or somebody giving him advice, man. I'm like, I didn't even want to. I just heard that. I was like, that was crazy. And LSU just won its first game of 2023. They snapped a 14-game losing streak. Stackhouse's teammate, they are, they are 15 and 13, 8 and 7 in the SEC. And LSU, 13 and 15. They're, they're 2 and 13 in the SEC. They're tied with Ole Miss for the worst record in the conference. But, you know, you know, Miller, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know we don't want to jump and jump the gun on things and, you know, kick kids out of school and all this stuff. And it's happened before where they, they immediately, you know, jump the gun. Well, with cancel culture, that's all we do these days. But I don't, 
you know, when someone tells you to bring a gun, there's nothing good that can come from this. What does he need? He got into an argument, the, the uh, Miles, and I, I just don't, you know, that leads to someone getting getting murdered. I mean, that, yeah, leaves me renders me speechless. I just, I, it, it scares me, the things that are happening in this world. It really does. scares scares the shit out of me. And the Jets, someone that could go off to Robert Woods, eh, you know, I mean, they just had Corey Davis, 53 catches, 527 yards, two touchdowns. I'm not really crazy about. I, I, I don't. I, I think there could be other veterans they can hold off and see if they can get. And guys will get cut. The the Titans cut 37 million in salary cap. Robert Woods, Taylor Lewin. We'll see. You know he's been injured the last couple of years. Woods hasn't been the same player the last couple of years. And yeah, no compromise. All options for Lamar. All options, dude. Good. Let it happen and and let let someone let someone else get him. You know let let let's let to see if the the Jets can get a shot at him. Also another guy. Bobby Wagner, nine-time Pro Bowler. Him and the Rams mutually decided to part ways. They need salary cap space. He wants a win. He was AP second team this year. 140 tackles, 81 solo, six sacks, 10 tackles for loss, 10 quarterback hits, five pass defense, two interceptions. Guy can still play. Guy can still play. Played 17 games this past season. Seahawks had, had uh, run him out of town, basically. I, I like this. I'd like to see him, and he's going to be a coveted free agent. You know, I mean, that's a guy you bring in. I mean, he'll, I don't know if the Jets per se, but the Giants need a linebacker. That's a guy. I mean, I know it's an older guy, but that's a guy who's going to come in and solidify your defense. That's a guy I go after. So no Rex Ryan with the Broncos. Vance Joseph is went from the Cardinals to the to the Broncos. So no Rex Ryan. And how about this Davis Webb? Who didn't get play even get a throw attempt to pass until the last game of the season for the Giants this year, where they lost 22-16 to the Eagles and had a rushing touchdown, knocked somebody over to get in the end zone. To me, it looked terrible. So decides, and, and I've heard for years that he was a, a coach in, in waiting, that they were trying to get into coaching with the Bills and everything, and he keeps so he's 28. He's gonna be Sean Payton's quarterback coach for a 34-year-old Russ Russell uh, Wilson. Who you know, all he had his coaches and everybody in the locker room with him. How's that going to go over? Twenty-eight-year-old Davis Webb going to be uh, coaching a thirty-four-year-old Russell Wilson. That is going to be an interesting year. Or maybe they're just trying to just like Sean Payne. It's like we're going to try to push him as much as we can. Let's let's see how let's see how much we can push him. We're going to bring in a twenty-eight-year-old, and I know he's a good coach, but Russell Wilson, we're going to really get him playing the way I want to. It's going to be Russell Wilson is going to be like a head on a swivel swivel stick. He is going to be. It's going to be. Talk about a guy in a hot seat. Russell Wilson's on a very hot seat because Sean Payton's going to pull that plug really quickly if he doesn't pull it out. That's all I have to say on that front. Wow. And they're talking about defensive back from Bama, Jordan Battle, who had 34 tackles, interception, pass defense, 6'1", 206, that you could plug him in right away. I've read that, you know, he doesn't, he, he tries to go for the big hit, doesn't, doesn't uh, wrap the guy up. He doesn't really follow. He doesn't really have a good jump on the quarterback's eyes and stuff like that, but that he's, you know, he does a lot of things very well. He's a leader on the defense. He's played at Bama with Saban, and they think he'll be a late first-round draft pick. So I saw that. That was Pro Football Focus College, and Mike Renner talked about him, said, can plug him in play starter from day one. Okay, we'll see how that goes. And Jeff Bezos Bezos hired an investment firm to further investigate whether to submit a bid to buy the commanders. What do they want, $7 million Dan Snyder wants? It's good if you have that kind of money. If you have those shekels, I say go for it. If you have that kind of money around, go for it. That's a good thing. But I don't have that kind of shekels. I mean, WWE, he wanted $9 million. I mean, $9 million for. But, hey, he's had it forever. And, you know, he's only going to get this once. The problem is if you buy for $9 million, are you going to make 
Hopefully you're going to recoup that money. That's a thing. Bezos, yeah, it's going to come back. I mean, NFL makes so much goddamn money, and, you know, and we'll see what happens. And Eric B. Enemy, they were asking him, you know, what he thought about the LaShawn McCoy, you know, saying that, you know, it really was Andy Reid's show in KC. He says, hey, he's entitled to his opinion. It's a Hall of Famer. So don't really worry about stuff in the past. I really focused on right now, what I'm doing right now, which is coaching the commanders. But he did say something interesting. He said, comfort is the enemy of progress. And I agree. You get too comfortable, it really affects your progress in life. You can't get too comfortable. You have to be, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I, I, I wasn't using my new equipment and I was, you know, oh, I got to set this up. I'm confused. Now, you know, I'm like, I want to get people on every day because it's so much better to have someone to, to bounce, stuff off, bounce stuff off of you know, my dad called me today. I'm like, I get my dad on. I would have loved to have got him on today. But I'm putting it out there, man. Anybody, you want to be out there, be on the show. Let's make it happen. Because it's so much better. Everybody has an opinion about sports. Everybody. You know, Lakers, like, I don't know. You have an opinion on it. How about load? That's what I was just thinking today. How about load management? What do you think about MLB? What do you think about the pitching the uh, pitching clock? What do you think about load management with the NBA? What do you think about the college football playoff going to 12 teams? Who? What do you think? Is there too much parity in NCAA basketball right now? Do you think the women should get paid more? Do you think, I mean, there's just nonstop. Do you, does anybody really give a shit about MLS soccer? I don't, but you know, hey, you know, they, they got 28 teams. They're going to add 29th. They're thinking about adding a 30th and they just got this billion dollar deal with Apple. So people are watching. I don't think it's good soccer, but people are watching. So, and the Yankees, can Harrison Bader keep it going from what, I mean, five home runs in nine games in the postseason? Can he carry it over to the season? I don't know. Listen, he was a lightning rod when he got in there. The Yankees are going to have to score a lot of runs because I'm concerned about the pitching. Frankie Montas, they're saying, could be back by August. But what what, what kind of pitcher is he going to be? I don't know. You're talking about a shoulder injury, man. I mean, it's not like he's just going to come back and be out there and just, maybe he will. But, you know, I mean, the Yankees do not have that pitching. You know, you don't have a Jimmy Key. You don't have, you don't have, oh, my God. Jimmy, I mean, you had, you, had, you know, back, and you know who was there? You know who was there? And I'm blanking. Most, yeah, I'm blanking. Uh, I, I see him. He's from Texas. You know what? Most, you know, that's the most wins by Yankee pitchers. Most wins. I mean, Ron, imagine having Ron Guidry, Louisiana Lightning, Yankees pitcher. Yeah. Whitey Four, Andy Pettit, 219. So Whitey Four, 236. Red Ruffing, 231. Andy Pettit, 219. And then it's Gomez, Lefty Gomez, 189, and Guidry with 170. Listen, I'd even take, um, I'd even take uh, CC Zabathia. You know, I mean, that's what I feel like. They, they, to have someone like that would be awesome, you know? Yeah, Guidry and CC has 134. He's 10th. So, you know, it's, you're talking about, I mean, you have Pettit, of, in my lifetime, Pettit and Guidry and CC Zabathia. Everybody else was way before my time. Mel Stoudemire. Bob Shockey, Lefty Gomez, Red Ruffing, Whitey Ford. I mean, it's been a long time. Been a long time. We'll see what happens. U.S. women team won their fourth straight, she believes. And Mallory Pugh Swanson, Dansby Swanson's wife, first time ever that a player scored a goal in all three, she believes, matches. She, she played great. So that never happened before. And Alex Morgan had her 14th goal since the birth of her daughter, Charlie, in 2020. She is the highest scoring mom on the U.S. Women's National Team. Thank you, Doug McIntyre, for that one. I thought that was hilarious. And Canada was playing USA in hockey, women's hockey. They were playing a rivalry series. USA won the first three. They lost four in a row. They lost 5 nothing yesterday. It's like 
watching the Yankees all over again. I go, oof. And Jake Paul says Nate Diaz is ready and willing to get booked ASAP after he beats Tommy. You got to still be Tommy Fury, but that's this Sunday for some reason. I'm like, Sunday? It's on Sunday? That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, I saw Kentucky signed a team NIL deal with a injury law firm that has been been doing, um, it's been, been uh, sponsoring the team and putting ads up at, Rupp Arena forever. So, you know, and that's what Calipari says. We get NIL deals for our players and everything. Some are driving Porsches. I mean, that's, listen, Baycott's driving a nice car. They all do it. I mean, they're all doing it. And Super 70 Sports, this was hilarious. There was a, there was a shirt on, the shirt they had on, Johnny Utah, All-American. He beat, uh, he said, beat Michigan out, beat Michigan, outdueled Swayze, put respect on Johnny Utah, All-American. Do you remember that in Point Break? Yeah, he was Johnny Utah, the quarterback for Ohio State. I thought that was hilarious. Now, this was cool. So Christy Ackert, she writes uh, with Tampa Bay Times down in Florida. She wrote about a guy, Ryan Lynch. He used to weigh 370, looked himself in the mirror. He had a five-year-old daughter last year and a wife, and he just was like, I got to change my life. I got to turn things around. So he started walking, then he started running, and he decided, I'm going to run a race. So he said, I'm going to run a 5K. His, his wife goes, why not run something more? So he's running the 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 Publix Gasparilla Distance Classic 8K. So he went from 370 to 224, and he, he said, you know, he wants to do it for his family. I mean, that's very impressive. And he, and he says, when I start running, I just want to finish. But he changed his life. He said he looked in the mirror, 370, it wasn't good, and he's lost all this weight, and now he's running his first race this Sunday. So I thought that was awesome, and I wanted to give him props on that one. So Christy Ackert, thank you for I thought that was I got to get him on. I'd like to get him, find him, talk to him, and just say. And he, and he wrote something. He said some. This is what he said that I thought was great. It's never too late to change and make yourself better, and to not give up. Never too late. Never too late to do anything. Like I've been feeling like crap the last two weeks. I did a little workout today, but I still don't feel 100. percent And I'm like, well, I don't want to push it because I don't want to get sick. I got bronchitis. You can't. I've gotten bronchitis a couple weeks after getting it because I ran. I, I thought I was better, and I ran myself down. So I'm a little apprehensive, but. I'm used to doing physical activity. I'm going a little. I'm going a little crazy, man. You know. I mean, you know, I went to the movie today, and you know, they. Did, I went to the pretzel. They didn't have it. It was a sign, and you know, I'm like, I, you know, I'm eating better. I mean, well, I was sick. I just ate wonton soup and challah bread. That's all I ate. It happens, man. We don't feel good. That's what you do. Yeah. And how about this? This is from Matt Jones. Kentucky Senate today passed a law that would make many types of frats or sororities or athletic team hazing a felony. Because that shit gets out of control. You know, they get crazy. I mean, I, some kid got alcohol. Kids die on campuses. The athletic training, they, they do stuff to kids that scar them for life. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it can't, can't happen. Come on, that shit has to go. And Kings are at the Devils tonight, and the Rangers are at the Red Wings. Michigan is at Rutgers. So Rutgers, Michigan's got to keep winning. They're 15-12. Rutgers 17-10. Rutgers is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I love when they put that. That's on 830 on FS1 tonight. And Knicks at Wiz tomorrow. Nets are at the Bulls tomorrow. Saturday at 6 is UVA at UNC. Rutgers, yeah. Oh, and Rutgers, yeah, that's, wait, no. And I think UNC women are playing Wake Forest tonight, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Vatek is playing at UNC tonight. Vatek's number 9, 22-4, and, and UNC's 22. They've, they've, been, they've been losing a lot of games lately on ACC Network. Yeah, so we'll see how Rutgers... Oh, oh, women's tonight. 
college basketball. Rutgers at Michigan. Rutgers 11-17. Michigan number 12 is 20-7. and seven. That's, what, that's what I screwed up right there. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, a lot of sports on tonight. I have to watch. They just brought back. They just brought back my favorite show on 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 a FX. Oh my god! How, how am I blanking on that goddamn FX show? And I, if I open this up, it's gonna it's gonna. Yeah, I was trying. What what's it called? Oh man! And I watch it all the time, and I can't. If I put this on, is it gonna turn on? Okay, let me see. How come, you know, I'm blanking. Oh, and I'm, I'm watching a really good show that Snowfall, that's the one I'm blanking on, Snowfall, but there's a really good show that I like. It's called This Fool. So it's about a, a, a kid, a guy, guy, adult, who lives at home with his, he's, I guess he's Mexican. Yeah, South Central. And he lives with his, his mom and his auntie, his tia. His, Linda told me that, tia. And he works at a place called Thugs Not hugs i mean hugs not thugs and really rehabilitates you know people out of prison it's a comedy and michael imperioli is the minister but he used to be he's he's crazy and it's just and uh the the main guys and the main guy character he's a ex-girlfriend who takes his car all the time and like takes his car and uses it for errands and never brings it back and he's got a a cousin who just got out of jail who was a gangbanger who is now like trying to get his life back in order and he's living there with he's living at at his uh at the house with his his aunts and with this guy and it's it's already been renewed for season two i i only i have not you know i haven't finished did i no i did watch the first episode and i got how to watch it and i said dude you gotta watch and snowfall last season gotta see how this ends just have to see how it ends because come on man it's 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 awesome Will Trent has been very good. I'll tell you the truth. Will Trent, if you haven't seen it, very well done. Very well done. And the show with the Jane the Virgin where she she sees dead people, also very good. A very good, very good show. So, yeah, I know. I talk about it. I see. I try to see a wide range of stuff. And so listen to this. Curry making progress, which is good. Pitt's men's basketball starting lineup is older, average age of 22.8, than the Oklahoma City Thunder's starting lineup, which is average age of 22. Is that crazy? That is nuts. So we're going to see if Jokic can keep it going. Uh, the the he, So Jokic is the front runner for the MVP, averaging 25, uh, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, and he's 21 triple-doubles a season. The Nuggets are 27, four at, 27 wins, 4 losses at home. The, he also recently collected his 7 triple-double with 30-plus points, 15-plus rebounds. The Big O and Will Chamberlain, only other two... Accomplished that on multiple occasions, so they got that going. You have the Suns have won 11 and 15, and Devin Booker and Chris Paul are finally healthy, and you bring Katie in. That's going to help. Tatum is averaging 39 rebounds, 5 assists. They're 42 and 17. Giannis having 32 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. They're only a game back, half a game back. They're 41 and 17, and they're on a 12-game winning streak, not 11. 12-game winning streak. You got the Sixers, who are behind. They're only a three game, two games behind in the loss column. Cavs are... F- are the, 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 the six back in the loss column with Donovan Mitchell. They said the West, there are 10 teams separated by four and a half games. Kings through the 12th seed. So the Kings, 32 and 25 through the 12th seed. Blazers, 28 and 30. And LeBron's averaging 38 and 7. And they're two games out of the play-in, but only five games out of the fourth seed. So we'll see how all this works out going forward. And yeah, it's going to be tight. 
The West is going to be tight, and then they'll beat the shit out of each other the rest of the regular season, and then they'll beat the shit out of each other in the playoffs. So who knows how it's going to turn out. But I'm really curious to see how Durant's going to play in such a short window. I mean, they only have, the Suns only have left 20, 22 games to get this chemistry going. It's not a lot. Not a lot at all. So we're going to see how that goes. And I love what Russell Westbrook said. He said, when I was younger, one of my OGs told me, you never know who's watching. I I always value like the one kid that drove a thousand miles to come see me play this random night. And if I don't play, I feel like I'm letting that one fan down. Thank you, Tomer, Tomer Azalri, who's a Clippers beat writer. And I agree with that, man. I feel like, you know what, dude? They're paying money to see you. They want to see you. Hell yeah. And Victor Wembanyama, the number one pick, he's the number one pick. He's reportedly now 7'5 with shoes up from 7'2 last season. His feet are size 21. He's getting Kareem comparisons. He prefers alien over unicorn, and he says he'll go wherever he's drafted. You know, Pop will probably run to get him. Entering the NBA stretch run, Houston has a 14% chance. So do the Spurs. So do the, so do the Pistons. And the, the, the Hornets have a 12.5% chance of landing him. And the Pelicans, via the Lakers, currently have the 6% chance. Imagine that happened. Imagine that they got the first pick with Zion Williamson, you know, Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, and you get Wenbanyama. Is that how you say it? When Bun- I want to say Wenbanyama, Bun- Victor Wenbanyama to come play. It's going to change franchises, man. And the guy can, he can bring the ball up. He can shoot the three. Yeah, an alien. Good. I like that. That was from Legion of Hoops. And Bronny, this was, uh, that, uh, I'm sorry, that wasn't from Legion Hoops, but this was that Bronny, ESPN's Draft Express on Bronny, James, they said they're looking at DeAnthony Melton on the Sixers, Marcus Smart, best case, a Drew Holiday type player. Drew Holiday puts up 30 points a lot. A phenomenal role player who impacts winning at the highest level. That's what I keep hearing about him. I don't hear that he's a superstar, but who gives a shit, man? I wouldn't mind having a Drew Holiday career. Drew Holiday's got a goddamn ring, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And Mac McClung, they said since... You know, the slam dunk contest, they said the G League affiliate Delaware Bluecoats sales up five times their daily average since his win. They also said Puma is happy about signing to a shoe deal in the days before the contest. Yeah, dude, I love it. In 45 career G League games, he's averaging 26 assists, five rebounds. So how about that? Puma, uh, now hope, hopefully you'll get up with the Sixers. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, hey, everybody's doing, doing better. That's a good thing. You know, UNC came into the game one and five the last six before they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, ugly. Yeah, I talked about Virginia beat BC. Miami now leads the ACC at 14 and four. UVA and Pitt are a half game behind. UConn men started 14 and 0, ranked number two. They just, they just blew out Providence by 18 last night. 50 point second half. John Fanta always puts up great stuff about college basketball. And UConn is now 21 and seven. They're 18th in the country, and Providence fell to 20 and 8. But that's, he thinks that they have a good shot in two weeks. of That's the thing. you got to peak at the right times. But that's the thing, too. You peak. Georgetown won the Big East, what, two years ago when they got knocked out first playoff, first NCAA tournament game. So, I mean, what the hell, man? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, Carolina. Oof. Ovechkin, they said, could be back today or on Saturday. Today would be against the Ducks. Or Saturday versus the Rangers, both at home. His father passed away into Russia. Islanders beat the Winnipeg Jets yesterday 2-1. to one. Congrats to them. And they had the power play best, the Oilers. 32% of the power play. Come on. You got Dreisaitl and you got McDavid. Then the Kings, Tampa Bay, Ottawa, and the Maple Leafs are the top five. The worst, the worst are the 
the Flyers, the Ducks. Yeah, Ducks, man. Zegras hasn't scored in a little while. Blue Jackets, Islanders, and Canadians. And and th- th- so Fernando Tatis Jr., they're putting him in right field. Bogarts is going to be the starting shortstop for the Padres. I want to get Jason on to talk a little Padres baseball and, you know, just let's talk some San Diego, let's talk some uh, San Diego Chargers, let, Los Angeles Chargers, which never will sound right to me. And Tennessee baseball, they play Tuesday's home opener. They beat Alabama A and M ten nothing. They put twenty three nothing twenty three runs yesterday. They're three and two. They scored fifteen runs yesterday in the fifth inning, which was a which was a program record for an inning. Charlie Taylor, the catcher, leading hitter in the game. Record-setting fifth inning, he had a three-run homer to make it 9-1, and then he drove another run with an RBI single. He finished four, four for five, three runs, scored five RBIs. He led nine full players with an RBI in the 23-1 to win. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. And Mallory Pugh, Swanson, Visa, she believes, Cup MVP. Congrats to her. The Raiders are de- trying to get, yeah, we'll see if they get uh, Aaron Rodgers because, listen, you got Devontae Adams, you got Darren Waller if he stays healthy, Hunter Renfro, all under contract. Josh Jacobs, who's gonna he's either get a long term deal or a franchise tag. Good team right there. We'll see what happens. You know, he's now out of the dark and you'll see the light now. And the Browns are hiring Bubba Ventrone as their assistant head coach, special teams coordinator, forty years old, last four years in Cleveland. They said it's a big hire for the Browns from the Oh, he played four seasons in Cleveland. I'm sorry. Wow. Bubba Ventrone played four seasons with Cleveland. He returns after building one of the top units with the Colts. So, okay, cool with that. That's cool. That's cool. So I talked about the Titans will save 37.9 in cap space. He is, he's contemplating retirement, Luan. He has had two ACL surgeries the last three years. Woods did not. Traylon Burks, the first rounder out of Arkansas, is going to have to step up next season. And Cunningham, the linebacker, they, they released him too. They're $12.4 million now under the cap. Running back, running back, linebacker Zach Cunningham and kick, kicker Randy Bullock. Cunningham, six games with an elbow injury. He'll likely have to settle for a veteran minimum in pre agency. And Bullock, 17 to 23 field goals, 20 to 20 extra points. Yeah, he'll get a new team. And we'll see what happens with Ryan Tannehill and if they'll go after Aaron Rodgers. And Javante Williams, the, uh, who missed a ton of time last season out of UNC second year player that uh, suffered more than an ACL tear in week four of last season, tore his LCL and suffered damage to the post uh, posteral lateral corner, which is an area of ligaments and tendons that help stabilize the knee joint. They said it could extend well into next season. Now, there's a bunch of guys they can address. You know, you got Sean Payton. They got Dave Montgomery from the Bears, Kareem Hunt from the... Well, he's on the Chiefs, right? No, he's on the Browns now. Damian Harris... Jeff Wilson Jr., who played pretty well for the Dolphins. Jamal Williams, who had, what, 15 touchdowns for the Lions. Alexander Madison, who I feel, I'd like to see him play a little more. And Devont, Deontay Foreman, who that's a guy who really lit it up for the Panthers last year. That's a guy I think they should go after. And the Jags, they said, are going to prioritize. I wonder if, what Brandon thinks about this. Resigning tight end Evan Ingram over right tackle Jawan Taylor. I think you got to protect the quarterback, man. They're $31 million over the cap. Wow, they don't think they'll be 31 over the cap. They said he's a bigger priority, Ingram, because he set a Jaguar season to season record for catches, 73. Also had yards, 766 yards. He had a he had a season. And he's open to the franchise tag. 
They think that Taylor will be out of the price range. He allowed five sacks and was penalized seven times last season. They have Walker Little, who was solid across 234 snaps, and he's cheaper. And when you have that much money, man, that shit happens. And Chargers parted ways with head trainer Damon Mitchell before the job for six seasons. They've been with the team for 24 years. Now you got rid of your head trainer, your offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator all left in the same year. That's crazy, man. And Marcel Lewis Jacques said, uh, Jacques, yeah, what'd you say Jacques? You say Jacques. Marcel, yeah, Louise Jacques would, uh, said that Tua, he wouldn't pick up the fifth year option. I, with all the, yeah, but, so let him play it out and see what happens. Yeah, I, I don't think so. They're going to get a high quality backup. Andy Dalton is not a high quality backup. Gardner Minshew. It's, that's a problem. There isn't a lot of guys out there. I mean, if that's you're telling me the best options for me are Andy Dalton and Gardner Minshew, you're like, Tua, stay healthy this year because I don't want these other guys playing. Bad things can happen. And they said Jawan Johnson in the NFL's most improved tight end. He caught 42 passes, 508 yards, seven touchdowns. And he had more yards and first downs per route than big-time tight end Dalton Schultz, Austin Hooper, and Dawson Knox. And also as a blocker, he's a restricted free agent. The Saints likely will tender him at the second round level, $4.3 million or negotiate a long-term extension. There's a lot of good guys out there, man. Guys you never heard of. That's awesome. Jawan Johnson. Where did Jawan play college? Jawan Johnson, man. Jawan Johnson played his college ball at Penn State in Oregon. Yes. Undrafted free agent in 2020. Awesome. And that's why you're not getting the first round. You, your contract's shorter and you can get a next, your second contract that much faster. And I love this. Dov Kleiman, this was awesome. He said, the Bucks likely will go ahead with quarterback Kyle Trask as their week one starter per Jeff Darlington. He added that he thinks GM Jason Light believes that Kyle Trask is the best quarterback in the division. Okay. Okay. So Atlanta has Desmond Ritter, the rookie out of Cincinnati, played for the Bearcats. I thought he played pretty well for them. Okay. Panthers, Sam Donald's a free agent, so they don't have a quarterback right now. So, okay, we're going to compare Kyle Trask to Desmond Ritter, Sam Donald, who's not even there anymore, and then you got the Saints. Andy Dalton's a free agent. He's not coming back. And Winston is likely a post-June for Jameis Winston. For some reason, no one, he, he's like a kryptonite now. So that leaves Taysom Hill, an own quality as a full-time quarterback. Yeah, not, yeah, but not really a full-time quarterback. He's more better as your change of pace guy, and Jake Luton, a 2026-round pick by the Jags, who is yet to see the field, but did play for the Jags a couple, year, a couple games, one, game, one or two games at Oregon State. So you're comparing Kyle Trask is better. I don't know if I had Florida sportsman, he'd be like, Kyle Trask, but really? That's the best guy in the division. Well, I mean, I think Desmond Ritter has more that he's played with, and he got better as the season went on, and they did beat the Bucks and the season. So I, I, I totally disagree on that front. Totally disagree. And I talk about the combine. They're going to have NFL Plus. You got to pay for this. Kurt Warner, Steve Smith Jr., Joe Thomas, Sean O'Hara, Maurice Jones-Drew, and Michael Robinson. Uh, Kalai Campbell's on Thursday. Matthew Judon on Thursday. Dwight Freeney, I like him. Devin White. And then Friday's Joe Hayden, Sauce Gardner, Kenny Moore, Jordan Poyer, Adam Thielen on Saturday. Dawson Knox also on Saturday. Dallas uh, Goddard, Saturday. Taylor Lewin, Sunday. Deion Dawkins, Sunday. Aaron Jones, Sunday. And Jamal Williams, Sunday. All right. Kind of cool, right? Okay. And this is this is crazy. So the, the Colorado Buffaloes, more bets to win the 2024 national title. This, think about, this is the teams that have more bets to win the title than Colorado. 
So they're plus 20,000, Colorado. You have LSU plus 1,400, Georgia plus 280, Bama plus 500, Michigan plus 1,200, and the dump at plus 650. That's it. Those five schools, and then the only, and Colorado has the six most bets on them to win it. Now, since Fox Sports began tracking odds in 2001, the team with the longest preseason title odds that ended up winning the national title was Auburn. That was 2010, and their odds were five plus 5,000, not plus 20,000. So TCU, first year under Sonny Dykes, they were at preseason odds of 20,000. Well, then they got blown at 65-7. So maybe, maybe this will come, come to fruition, but I don't think it is. But kind of cool, right? So listen. He, he is the hype machine. He's got his thing on Prime on Prime, which is kind of kind of cool. They did a good job with that. Uh, Prime on, on Amazon Prime. And I hope I hope he, it's going to be packed this year. Michigan's brother brother and wife live out in Boulder. I've been, I ran the Boulder Boulder. I would go out for a game. I got to go out there again. I would, do, I would do the Boulder Boulder again. That race was kicked my ass. But I have to get, if I'm doing it again, you know, well, we can't go. We are going to be in the Cayman Islands over Memorial Day weekend. I cannot do it. Next time, next year, not this year, next year. We'll make it happen next year. And Adidas renewed its deal with the league, reportedly worth $830 million through 2030, largest investment in North American soccer. They said the current contract, which is valued $700 million, was signed in 2017 and expires next year. They also signed a deal with RBC Wealth Management on Tuesday. So the deal with Apple, $2.5 billion over 10 years. Wow. So they said the average team value has increased 85% to $579 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. 2019 St. Louis City Soccer Club for this season, which starts Saturday and hopes to announce a 30 team. I think they're going to, I think they were talking about Oakland. They were talking about out west. And Harry Hardy is the chief commercial officer of Major League Rugby, said that the, the light at the end of the tunnel is the Rugby World Cup, the third biggest sporting event in the world after the Olympics. The World Cup is coming to the U.S. in 2031. Okay, well, it's played all, you know, I'm not going to watch it. But, hey, you know what? Harry Hardy, you, you say your best. Now, back, you know, I was just thinking about with Prime, it's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, I think it's going to take a little, you know, he's he doesn't have a great team. Where his son's going to go against a much better level of competition. And this last year, the USC and UCLA is in the Pac-12, right? Yeah, I think 2024, they go to the Big Ten. And, uh, yeah, it's Hey, it's going to be packed. They, they didn't have a lot of fans of the games. Now they're going to have a lot of fans of the games. A lot of fans of the games. It's going to be crazy. All right, did I miss anything else? Let me see. We got basketball. Harden helps Michigan State students. Sent sneakers noted as GoFundMe to help with medical bills. Spoke to MSU shooting survivors. Sent sneakers. That's cool. That's cool. They said three teams, a good fit for, oh, we got Rangers, Detroit, it's on right now. Russ is wearing his new Clipper threads. Good for you, man. Get it done. So this is what, I love it. Bobby Wagner, where's the Bobby Wagner landing spots? I'm telling you, I think the Giants would be a good fit, but they don't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of, they do not have a lot of salary cap space. Cowboys, yep, that's one I thought about. Eagles, wow, that'd be, oof. And the Seahawks again. That's kind of a stretch. Yeah, Giants don't have a lot of money, but we'll see how that all works out. All right. Trivia questions from last show. All right. Last show's trivia question was, 
What baseball team had two sets of twins? Only one team ever had two sets of twins play in the same lineup in a game. Only It's only September 27, 1998. The Reds beat the Pirates 4-1 with Stephen Larkin playing at first, Brett Boone playing at second, Barry Larkin at short, and Aaron Boone at third, the all-brother infield. Aaron Boone had a three-run homer to help Brett Tomko get the complete game victory. And that was Shane Stephen Larkin's only game ever in the major leagues. He got his first hit. He went one for three. He never played in the majors ever again. One game. He got there. Got a hit. Only game ever. His brother was like going crazy. But only time. Only time. Crazy, right? How about that? So two sets of brothers. Yeah, he'd never played. Yeah, he... Only game he got to do. Barron was going, when he got his hit, his brother was going crazy, but that's it. Okay, today's trivia question. How many teams don't have a first-round draft pick in the 2023 draft? Is it two teams, three teams, four teams, or five teams? How many teams don't have a first-round pick in the 2023 NFL draft? Two, three, four, or five teams? And then there's this show, Seeking Brother Husband, Being Swapped. There's a new show coming out. Well, there's a MILF, some MILF show where these young guys are with MILFs. Mothers I'd like to fudge, because I'm, you know, trying to keep it professional. But, these are women who have multiple partners, polyamorous relationships with like multiple guys. And one guy goes, I'm being swapped out. And I just sat there with my mouth, my mouth agape going, I can't believe this is on television. There's a lot of stuff. We watched that series where all these athletes get to, you know, with special forces is on Fox. You know, once you start watching it, but I'm done. It was so dumb. But there's, a, one of the, there's four people left, Carly Lloyd, the former uh, U.S. women national team, a woman from The Bachelor who is a total badass, just as looks like the quietest Southern woman, and she's badass. Uh, Danny Amendola, who bitches and moans constantly, my shit, my shit. I'm like, and he goes, I play pro football. For a guy play pro football, you really bitch and moan a lot. You whine a lot. You're a little whiny. You're like a whiny. You're you're, you're my you're my whinykin. It's a he just complained and and um, and then you have uh, Howard. I mean, first of all, there's a lot of stuff in the water, so, and he's so big and tall, but Dwight Howard, yeah, it's, it's amazing how many people started and what they're down to, and, and the, the last week is about, they're doing some stupid interrogation, I go, I don't care. I like seeing the, when they do physical events, like they're doing stuff, but they were pretending they were going to be attacked, this, and I was like, that's, but they made them jump in water, and they had to constantly, like, had their, their hands tied up, and they were put in a, Yes, there's been some cool stuff. They 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 were in a jeep that was plunged into water. They had to survive that. They had to do all these different uh, uh, tactical things. They had to climb up in this height thing that I don't I couldn't have done. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Would I see it again? Would I? Would I? Yeah. Would I recommend it? No, no, no. There was some cool stuff, but it's painful and it's good we could fast forward through stuff because it's just like it's like you can do other stuff and go back and and watch it, but some of it's very painful. Yeah, and you got NBA back, you got college basketball, you got Ruck. I want Ruck, you know, Rutgers tonight for the tournament. You know, it's almost like, like I wanted, I almost, I wanted UNC. It's like a tease now. It's like guys, you know, it's like should I get off the potty? You're gonna play? You're not gonna play? And, and at the end of the game, I was like, is it better that they're winning or are they just teasing me more? Because then I'm afraid, you know, they're gonna get blown out, and then I'm gonna be like, well, at least I'll go to the NIT. And then if they go, do well in the NIT, then I would go see them play in the Garden if they get that far. And Michigan, too, because that would be kind of cool. Mich- imagine Michigan UNC in the NIT. So they're the 60, what, the 69th best team in the country? It's crazy. Just nuts. 
guess we'll see what happens, all right? So that's all I got. Peace out. Have a great day. Adios.